Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Well, glory to God. Welcome back. Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm Daryl Boucher, and uh, it's just another amazing day today. Um, just uh, want to just set our compass toward eternal things and uh, actually just realize that we don't, we're not actually going toward eternal things. We're actually living from eternal things. Praise God. So, but do we do want to set our compass the right way and realize that, that we are not uh, living from earth and waiting to get to heaven. We're living from heaven into the earth today. And we're changing the earth as we do. So we are only on this earth for one purpose today uh, as to change the world. That is to literally, uh, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, pinky in the brain. Um, what are we going to do today? We're going to change the world today. That's what we're going to do. Praise God. We're going to actually allow the, 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 the words of God to come out of our mouth. And we know that the word, when the word of God meets the temporal atmosphere, that, that temporal things have to change because the word of God is settled forever in heaven. Praise God. And the world, the word of God carries an identity of God himself. You can't separate God from his word. Every word, it says all things are held by the, uh, are upheld by the word of his power. Every word carries God himself. He does not, his words don't go off and separate themselves from him and, and, and have their own identity. They are God and, and they're expressions of God. So when his word comes out of our mouth, when heavenly things come out of our mouth, man, heaven comes into the earth. And so anyway, we're going to just change the world today. Praise God. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about when you're, when you're, you know, doing the dishes, when you're going to work, when you're talking to, to neighbors, when you're, you know, getting your gas pumped, whatever you're doing, you know, you just, you, I mean, we're changing the world today. The only reason we're on the earth today, the only reason that we exist today on this earth is to change it. You know, we could have families. I mean, if, if our whole goal, if God's goal for us was to just get married and have kids and everything, we could do that in heaven, right? I mean, that he could have set it up that way. I'm not saying it, it works that way in heaven. I'm just saying he could have done it that way. He could have literally just said, hey, if it's all just about having families and kids and, and, and having a house and a yard and everything else, that's all good to go. We could just do that in heaven. But this is about people. This is about changing the earth earth around us. Glory to God. So let's just do that today. Praise God. Let's just allow God to be God. And uh, we don't even need to know how to do that. We can just do it anyway because it's in our nature to do it. And just believe that wh where, where we're going, the kingdom of heaven goes with us. And we release it everywhere we go through our, our hearts, through our mouths, through our attitudes. Praise God. Uh, so anyway, today I was thinking on Though just the uh, the awareness of resource, and I think this is uh, I I I talk about the awareness of re resource in different contexts because I believe it is I, I really think it's one of the underlying factors of of really what what um, I guess navigates how we and why we do certain things uh, our our awareness or the lack thereof of the awareness of resource really is why we do a lot of what we do um, and so. Uh, just, uh, I want us to just kind of shift a little bit today and, and realize that God intends for us to have a, 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 a renewed awareness of resource, a reconciled awareness of resource, uh, because whatever we believe that we have available to us is really going to be a filter of, of what we do or what we don't do. Um, you know, here's, for instance, uh, you know, if, if I, uh, if, if somebody were to ask me, oh, you know, um, you know, how long, how, how long does it get to, to take to, 
take to get to Denver? I'd say, well, you know, probably just a little over an hour, depending on where, what part of Denver you're going. But if you're going to North Denver, since I live north of Denver, it's going to take me about an hour, roughly, depending on traffic to get there. Now, and, and you know, most of the people, you know, if you were to ask, you know, people, you know, who live here, people, whatever, they'd probably tell you about the same thing. And the reason why we would all say that is because we have an awareness of a resource called a car. You know, if, if you were to ask me that, I literally am never, I'm not thinking that I'm going to walk there. I'm not thinking that I'm going to skip there. I'm not thinking that I'm going to ride my bike there. You know, I literally think if somebody says, how long is it going to take for you to get a certain place? I now, like I said, if it's a farther distance, like if, it, if it's, you know, um, you know, across the, the world, like over into, you know, uh, Europe, I, I just, I assume they're talking about, you know, how long is it going to take me to fly there? Uh, and that would mean that I have an awareness of a resource that I would I would know that what's available to me is going to the airport, getting on a plane, and going you know over the ocean. I wouldn't think I, I'm not assuming they mean me swimming there. I'm not assuming they mean me taking a boat there. Uh, I, I assume they mean what is the culturally accepted uh, resource available to us, and that's what I think is is a fascinating thing is that we think so quickly that the moment somebody gives me a scenario of let's say they say oh you need to get to denver uh, you know uh, uh by this time tomorrow uh let's say they they, they say oh, you need to get there by three o'clock tomorrow afternoon then i'm automatically thinking i need to leave probably about 1 30 or so depending on traffic to get me there in time you know depending on where it is in denver but that's what i'm thinking my thought process goes immediately to an awareness of resource called a car it's immediate I don't even have to think about it. I mean, I didn't even, you know, I, I, I didn't just sit there and think of, well, let's see, um, I need to get a bike or I need to really work out a lot because my legs, you know, I, I, I'm going to, if I'm going to walk that way that far, I'm definitely not going to run that far if anybody knows me, <laughs> but, um, but if I'm going to walk that far, that's going to take me, a, I mean, it's going to take me all day to get there. Uh, I need to work out, you know, a little bit, get my leg muscles up, you know, make sure I'm drinking protein shakes, whatever I need to drink, whatever. I don't think about any of that. If somebody says you need to be in Denver by three o'clock tomorrow, I think I need to leave at one thirty. That's what I think. Uh, and I'm also, if, I don't know if you can read into that, but I'm also a guy that likes to be there on time or early. Uh, some people would say I need to leave at 2 PM on the dot, knowing that it takes at least an hour to get there, but I'm not that way. Anyway, if you're one of those, Hey, God bless you. Glory to God. Um, but, but understand the, the point of this is that I have an immediate, uh, 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 awareness of resource and it's an assumed awareness of resource. So it's, it's based on a culture that we live in where most everybody has cars or has an availability to a car. Um, uh, you know, if we lived in, in another country that was not as, as, you know, westernized or as was not as progressive as we are, well then, you know, you have people who don't have cars, who don't have bikes, who still basically live in, you know, in, in an older time kind of era. And so maybe they, if I were to ask them, how long is it going to take for you to go 60 miles? They would say, well, I'm going to have to start today. I'll, I'll probably get there sometime, blah, blah, blah. And they're thinking about walking there or riding horses or whatever. But what I find interesting about this is 
you know, God has given us resources. He literally says he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He literally says that he, that he, you know, he will meet all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He says that I have the mind of Christ. He says that I have the Holy Spirit. God himself in the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of me. He says that I'm endued with power from on high. You know, he says that I have authority over all things, praise God, by the name of Jesus he says, I can ask whatsoever I will in the name of Jesus, and he'll do it for me. So he, he, he literally gives me um, uh, you know, descriptions of resource. These are not even promises of resource anymore because he's already done it. Right? This is not a promise. The Holy Spirit's not a promise. It's a reality. Okay? The blood of Jesus is not a promise. It's a reality. Okay? Now, once again, I don't have a promise of a car in my garage. I have a reality of a car. And, uh, and that's a tangible, literal car. And so because I know that it's tangible and literal, that tangible, literal car affects the filters of my thoughts toward perceived needs. So, so if, if I have a task at hand, if I have to drive to Denver, then I immediately, I mean, not even a split second goes by and I factor in the, 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 the availability of that car. Now, we can say that we believe the word, but honestly, I don't believe. I don't just. Don't, I don't think we believe the word of God most of the time. I really don't. I think we have a a head knowledge belief. I think we have an acknowledgement of the word of God. We acknowledge it as being His word, and we acknowledge it as being true. But we literally, uh, we we just don't believe it because if we believe that it was literal, if we believe that it was literally reality, then our 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 minds would immediately go to something else. Our minds would go to a perception of an awareness of resource. And so, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't automatically go to the world. In other words, you know, if, if somebody says, um, well, I mean, I understand like if, if, uh, you know, if, if somebody's, if somebody's sick, you know, or let's say they have a cold and I'm just as guilty, you know, uh, are we renewed enough to immediately go and and just say no? The, the what what needs to happen here is we pray in the name of Jesus and that thing is done. But or or has the culture around us trained us just go get Tylenol? Now I'm not against medicine. You understand? I'm not against Tylenol. I'm not against aspirin or anything like that. But I'm I'm not one of those guys who who thinks that 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 that's of the devil. I I I am one of those guys though that thinks that the culture has taught us to rely on the world's resource instead of on God's resource, instead of on our resource. Our resource is God's resource. Okay? But but if I have my car in the garage and I say, yeah, man, I, I you know, I, and, and somebody were to come up and ask me and say, oh, do you have a car? Yep, I've got a car. Oh, does it work? Oh, yeah, it worked good. Or, yeah, it runs great. It's a great car. You know, and, and people, anything wrong with the car? Nope, nothing wrong with the car. And they, then they'd say, well, you know, okay, how, how long does it take you to, to get to Denver? And I'd say, well, you know, let's see, I need to start working out. I need to get my protein shakes. I need to make sure I have the right shoes. I need to make sure that I, that I, you know, the, the weather's decent because I don't want to walk in the rain. And I start factoring all of these things in. And I say, well, it's going to take me a long time. Let me, let me, let me look it up on Google. How long does it take to walk to, to, uh, uh, to Denver? They'd be like, uh, why are you uh, thinking you're going to walk there? Don't you have a car? Yeah, well, yeah, I have a car. Does it work? Yeah, it works really good. How long did it take to get to Denver? Let's see how long it takes for me to walk there. You understand that this is this is what the world's trained us to do. The world has trained us to acknowledge that we have the the things of God, but not act on the things of God, but not actually allow those things of God to actually change the filter that we see any situation in life come up to. 
And like I said, I am not opposed to to you know using natural things to get things done, but that shouldn't be our first response. That shouldn't be our go to. That shouldn't be even you know that, that we we should understand, man. If uh, you know, it, understand that the ways of the world are so much lower than the ways of God, but we've actually almost made the ways of the world equal with the ways of God. So we actually perceive in our minds that 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 the, that we can get the same results with the ways of the world that we can with the ways of God, and so we we go back to the ways of the world, and so we literally think that well well you know it gets the same results we might as well do it this way this is handy you know I, I might as well just do it this way because you know if if I can I can either believe God for it or I can just do it the way the world does it and if I can get the same results I might as well do it the way of the world. And I'm telling you, this is I'm telling on myself just as much as anybody else here. But we need to we need to do to expose these thoughts. Because we need to realize that that it's a counterfeit. The way of the world is a counterfeit. And even though there there are certain things that yes, by God's mercy, by God's mercy, medicine exists. The devil didn't create medicine, okay? The devil has used medicine, but he didn't create it. It's the mercy of God that medicine exists. But like Smith Wigglesworth, you know, he said it obviously well, well back, you know, whenever uh, uh, when he was on the earth. But you know, here he is. He flowed in the in the healing power of God to such a great degree, and he made a statement one time. And this was, I mean, this was back like in the 30s and 40s and stuff. But he made a statement. He said, he goes, "There's going to come a time when the people of God find it hard to receive healing because because uh, medicine and and science will get to a point where where people will accept that easier than healing." And that's really where we are now. I said I am not just I'm not villainizing medicine. It's just that it's an easy way. It's an easy illustration to use. Okay, but it's the same thing. Like you know, you know, if I'm going to tell you, if God gives us a higher way, let's take the higher way. Let's invest in the higher way. And and it's just not it's not just a promise. It's literally a reality to us. God, I don't have a promise of a car. I have a literal car. We don't have the promise of the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. We don't have a promise of the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. But we're not acting that way. And so what we do is we default to trying to figure things out in our in our natural mentality. We try to we try to to meet our own physical or financial needs through natural means. And so if if you know if a, if a bill comes up or if if we have an expenditure coming like you know Christmas is coming whatever we, we automatically think how are we going to do that instead of instead of saying no I have all things that pertain to life and godliness in Christ Jesus I am in Christ and I literally have a tangible thing that's that's, that's available to me it's literally mine you know I remember one time uh, um, uh, a friend of mine this was years ago a friend of mine uh, she uh, um, I don't know. I don't remember our, our exact conversation, but I remember that uh, you know she's a single mom, and uh, and I'd known her for for years, ever since I'd gotten saved. And uh, and anyway, she, we were we were talking, and uh, and she I, I don't remember if I just asked her if there was something that she she wanted prayer for. Maybe she brought it up. I don't remember, but but she asked if if I would if I would agree with her for prayer for for money to buy Christmas presents. And so, um, so I said, yeah, I said, yeah, I, I, I can totally believe for that. And I said, uh, you know, how much are you needing? What do you, what, where's your faith at? Where's your faith? And, and she literally kind of, she was stunned. She goes, well, 
what do you what do you mean where's my faith i go well your need doesn't determine what you can believe for your faith determines what you can believe for uh so you we can't use allow our need to define our prayer life you know just because we need something we know god will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by christ jesus but we but our faith is what actually appropriates that in the earth and so just because our need might be high our faith might be low and that's why we actually come into agreement with somebody else because two people's faith joins together and so you know that's why the prayer of agreement is so powerful is that we can join our faith together so i don't have to have that much faith for something i can actually say okay let me join with your faith and so that's what was happening she was like well she goes i go just you know what 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 could you honestly easily believe god will do for you um outside of a natural source i mean outside of whatever what 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 do you believe for and she thought about it for a second or a little, little for maybe a minute or whatever she's sitting there she goes okay i think i can believe for you know um three hundred dollars three hundred dollars that's what i think i believe for and uh, I go, okay, I can totally believe with you. And, and I go, that's easy. I go, and I, because I'm, I'm agreeing with her. And so I'm going, yeah, I'm, that is easy. We can do that. I just want this to be sweatless. I want this to be easy. And, uh, and so, uh, and, and, and uh, she, she goes, you know, I'm, she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I, I go, now, is there something God has, has prompted you to do uh, to release your faith? You know, and, and sometimes there's nothing. Sometimes God's just saying, hey, just believe me. Don't worry about it. And then sometimes he's saying, well, why don't you go ahead and do this? And she goes, I really believe I'm supposed to give $20. I'm going to, I'm going to sow $20 in that. Okay. Great, praise God, and so that's what she that's what she heard in her heart to do. So she sowed twenty dollars, and then and now her daughter, who was a teenager at the time, comes in and got it was just kind of standing there in the middle of that conversation. So her daughter heard that conversation, and um, and so anyway, um, so my friend, uh, she she calls me up. Um, I don't know, it was maybe a few weeks later, and uh, and she goes, "Oh, you remember we prayed for that?" I go, "Yeah, totally." And she goes, "Somebody came up to me." And uh, she goes, we were at church, and somebody came up to me and said, and, and it was the pastor of her church. The pastor comes up to her and says, this envelope was given to me specifically for you, and somebody gave this to me and said, give this uh, to, to, to you know, so-and-so and, 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 um, and make sure that they know it's for their Christmas. And now her and her daughter are standing there, and she, she, she takes the envelope, she opens it up, it has cash in it, has $600 in there. $600, praise God. And her daughter saw that, and her daughter said, right there, says, Wow, that really works. Praise God. Now, you understand, there was a resource that was available to us, and that was a supernatural way. But the, the thing is, though, if it, what the, the problem is that many times what we do, though, is we, we, we say we believe in God. We say we believe his word. We say we believe the promises that God's given us. We say that we really believe that God's done these things for us, but we're not acting on it, and our mind is not appropriating the resource that we have. And so our mind goes toward the natural instead of the supernatural too quickly. And this is why it's important to renew our mind. The more we renew our mind, the quicker our mind will go to the supernatural. The quicker our mind will go to uh, to 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 just you know appropriating the things of God and having an awareness of those things. It is not a struggle for me to think of going to Denver in an hour. It is that is not, does not take anything at all from me to do because I know I'm not the one doing it. My resource is my car is the one doing it. I'm simply going to turn the key on and press the gas pedal and put it in gear and go. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, but my part of that is very small, but I will activate a resource that is available to me. And this is what faith does. Faith activates a resource available to us. But if our if the awareness of that resource is not at the front of our mind, then we're going to go to whatever is at the front of our mind, which is usually a natural way. And so we have to resist those things and renew our mind and say, wait a minute, how does God want to do this? 
You know, if, if, if there is something in my life, God said he's given me the mind of Christ. He's, he's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. He, 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 it says that he richly gives me all things to enjoy. It says that, you know, he, he meets all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If that's actually true, if that's actually real and not figurative, you see, that's the other thing. We, 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 most of our belief is, is placed in a figurative, kind of an imaginary fantasy role of God. And so we, we don't ever want to admit that, but literally that's what we think. We, we think, oh yeah, God is real, God is true, his word is true, da-da-da-da-da, but we are living our life as if it's figurative. I don't live my life as if I have a figurative car. I live my life like I have a literal car, okay? And so I literally have a car, and my mind tells me I have a literal car. And so uh, now the, what I had to do is I, I I invested in that car. You know, I, I went out and, and we got that car or whatever, and I have a literal car. But we have what's more literal in our life is the, is the things of God. The kingdom of heaven is more real than this tangible world. This tangible, physical world is temporal. It will pass away. It is a vapor. It is literally no more real than a vapor, than a, than a puff of air. Puh. That's as real as this whole natural world is. The eternal things, that which will be, healed for, will be in existence forever and ever and ever, that is more real than this natural world. But our five senses are used to telling us and being in charge of what's real to us instead of our spiritual senses. And so we have to press into these things and, and, and allow an awareness of, of what's actually real to us. Uh, allow an awareness of what's real to our spirits. Our spirits know what's real. Our spirits know it's our mind, our soul, our, our, our emotions that haven't been renewed yet to these things. And so I just want to challenge you today. Uh, just, just, you know, begin to think about just, uh, you know, any situation in your life where there could be a perceived need, it could be physical, could be financial, could be emotional, could be in your family. It could be, you know, even, even, uh, uh, mental. It's like, it, it, you know, educationally. I remember one time, um, uh, the, uh, the uh, lady came up to me, a friend of mine and her name is Vera. And uh, she came up to me in at church in Tol in Eugene, excuse me, several years ago. And she, uh, she's older than me. And, and, um, and she was going back to, to school. And so she was starting to take classes. And so here she comes up to me after, after church and she said, Pastor Joe, she goes, could you pray for me? She goes, I, she goes, I, I'm taking these classes and I have to take math class. She goes, I hate, she goes, I hated math when I was in school, when I was younger, I was never good at it. And she goes, I just, I have to be able to pass these classes. And, uh, and I just, she goes, I'm just dreading it. And I'm just, I'm struggling with math. She goes, I'm really, I'm, I've been taking it. You know, she's been in class for a few weeks. She goes, I'm, I'm doing this, but I'm struggling. And I, I really don't know what to do about this. And so I said, okay, I go, I'll pray with you. I go, but I want you to change your mindset right now. And she goes, okay, I can do that. I go, no, no, I'm, I'm real. I'm, I'm, I'm being real honest here. I go, I want you to actually believe God. And then she's like, okay. You know, and she was saying it like out of her, you know, habit, you know, she goes, oh yeah, I can totally do that. I go, no, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> the, your attitude has to shift about this. If you believe God, your attitude changes, right? Because if you believe God, what used to be hard is now easy. What used to be a drudgery is now a joy. If you believe God. So your attitude tells how much faith you have in a literal God because you're looking at it a different way. And so he goes, okay, I, I can see that. I go, here's the thing. I'll pray with you. I will totally agree with you. But, but agreement means we have to be on the same level as this, right? So I go, I want, I, right now, we can, do, I, we can change this right now. And, uh, and she goes, okay. I go, are you willing to change? Because I'm willing to change. And I could hear her, her attitude shift. And so 
I said, now the Bible said that, that God made Daniel 10 times wiser than the wisest men of Babylon. So God is able to change our intelligence. He, he gives us the mind of Christ. He's able to give us comprehension well past this world. And I just began talking to her about those things. And, and she's like, okay. I go, do you believe that? Do you really believe that he can do that? She's like, okay, I'm choosing to believe that. See, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear a, a, a change in how we're receiving. And so so I prayed with her. I said, okay, we're gonna have, you're going to have a great time with this. I go, man, math is going to be easy to you. Da, 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 da. And I go, we're, we're, I said, you, the Spirit of God is in you, and you have the mind of Christ, and he knows all things, and we're good. And so I prayed real quickly for her, whatever, and, 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 and she shifted it. I go, okay, I go, you need to watch your mind now. I go, if your mind starts to, to tell you that you're not you know, intelligent in this way, no, nope, you have the mind of Christ. You need to agree with the word, and it's a literal thing that's going to happen here. And she goes, okay, I will take, I will take authority over those thoughts. And so anyway, uh, several weeks later, she asked if Rachel and I could go out to lunch with her, and so we went out to lunch with her, and we'd gone out to lunch with her several times before that, different times, different days, but this time, we went out to lunch with her, and she goes, oh, I just, she goes, I wanted to show you something. And she brings out her, 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 basically her tests from math, and she had like all A's. And she goes, honestly, she goes, I'm having so much fun with this. She goes, I love math. I love it so much. It's, she goes, it's easy. I get it. It's just flowing. It's just so easy. I mean, oh, she goes, I love it so much. See, this is tangible. This is a tangible thing. It affects every area of our life. We have a literal God in a literal mind of Christ with a literal Holy Spirit, just like I have a literal car. And the things the, and, and those are the things, when we have the power of God available to us, then when we see financial situations, when we see health situations, when we see family, relational, you know, even academic situations or mental situations, I don't care what it is, we need to filter it through the literal resource that we have. And until we are doing it from strength, we need to renew our minds and our thoughts. Don't act until you're doing it from strength. Don't act until you have an awareness of the resource available to you. Father, right now, I just thank you for that. I thank you for the resource that we have. I thank you. It's tangible. It's literal. It is more real than this whole universe that's going to pass away. If Father, and I thank you, Lord God. Just show us how, Father God, to access just the awareness of those things. We give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.